0: Welcome to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk 580 CFRA. If you have any questions about mortgages or real estate, give us a call at 521-TALK. That's 521-8255. Welcome to the show. Days don't get much better than this. Gorgeous, heat, humidity, or what Frank calls February.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What show number is this, Stephen?
0: This is 750, boys.
1: Wow. 750 you. you. you think we'd be better and and paul next time you buy breakfast we'll be number 100 so I can't wait to celebrate <laughs> that with you. Here, we go, all Here we go. Before I even get to open my mouth, I'm already getting ripped on, you know? Listen, for what you sold your house for this week, I think you should be buying breakfast for the next five years.
2: The money you made.
0: <laughs> what are you going to do with the diamond money you got? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what?
2: You know what I was telling you guys before getting on the show? Yes, I did sell my house. Uh, actually, Josh Batley, who I tried to keep arm's length. and uh, so Josh No, had-
0: you didn't. <laughs> oh, please.
2: I tried to keep, keep arm's length so Josh... Josh uh, was the quarterback on my on my sale this week, and Josh will tell you. Maybe if he's listening, he can call in, but he, he will tell you. He honestly almost quit over it and said I'm the worst seller he's ever had to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he, he once had a real estate coach that said, every year you should fire your worst seller. And Josh is like, Paul, I'm firing you. I <laughs> never, if you ever ask me to list one of your houses again, the answer will be no. So he's oh, such a... He's such a sucker that he's listing my girlfriend's house in a couple weeks too, but guess who he gets to deal with? Me. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will, I will is, tell is, you-
0: Is Josh well? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I will tell you though, I have a new appreciation for home buyers and home sellers in this market. I mean, you know, I had to go well over asking to get my home. I was very lucky that I that I got well over asking for my to sale of my home, but it was nerve wracking. I mean, 15 minutes before offer presentation time, I didn't have anything. I didn't even have an offer and I was like, oh, I'm n- really nervous. Um, well you bought to, uh, you
0: bought and sold a lot of homes, Paul. How would you compare this market to when you regularly would buy or sell a house?
2: It's way different. I mean, before when you see a house listed, let's say mine was listed at $7.99, you see a house listed at that, you're like, okay, nice house. Let's go look at a few more. Yep, let's look at a few more. All right, Mr. Seller, I'm gonna offer you 765. No, that's not what happens in this market, and it's it's just insane. I mean, and even when the one I purchased. You know, about ten, 10 minutes beforehand, we were just getting ready to submit our offer and we get a, a notification saying two offers, then three offers, then six offers, then nine offers. And I'm like, oh my God, I went from offering this to, to this, uh, this plus, to this plus, to this plus, plus, um, you know, I, I, and then it's, I, I finally got it, but it was so nerve wracking. My God, I, I have a new appreciation. I mean, I bought and sold a lot of homes, but buying and selling in this market was crazy.
1: You're noticing it's slowing down though, Paul, a little bit. I mean, with the yeah. with the rates heading where they're, where they've headed and where they might be heading, I think, you know, I think we're in for another couple of months of some rocky, uh, rocky road when it comes to interest rates. The likelihood is that prime rate will go up June 1st, very likely, almost guaranteed. And uh, fixed rates are certainly following suit as well. Do we think Wait, we got, I, will will go we, up we, half
0: a point, Frank, do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I believe it will. I think that June 1st will be half a percentage point. Could even be three quarters. Listen, don't don't be surprised if Bank of Canada just does one big boom, three quarters, and then kind of okay. Now we got to let things settle and, and leave it alone. Or they might do the half percentage point and then you know keep the door open for another one when they meet again in uh, middle of July.
2: That's uh, I, here's the here's my feeling on that, Frank. That's dangerous. I mean, we've we've increased rates so quick, so heavy. Um, you know, there's there's Canadians that are living paycheck to paycheck that. They're not even living paycheck to paycheck now. I mean, with with gas and groceries and mortgage rates and, and housing prices and it's we've really priced the first time home buyers out of the market. You know, when you 100%. see when you see interest rates going through the roof, you see home prices going through, roof, going through the roof. Everything's going through the roof. Everything is, and we're we're finding that home buyers we're not working with a lot of first time home buyers right now because they can't even afford to buy. It's 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 tough. I mean, we we're, we're in a really. Uh, tricky spot right now and by raising rates you know half raising prime sorry by half a point or three quarters of a point that's going to put a lot of people underwater hey
1: here's the first time first time home buyers that have really really good incomes now i think the first time home buyer you know when when i got married was in the you know low to mid 20s was your typical first time home buyer you know as prices of homes have gone up it's gone up to the upper 20s now likelihood is going to be the early 30s for your typical first time home buyer in many cases, got to be two incomes. And in um, a lot of cases, some family help as well because um, you know, coming up with that down payment, uh, now we think, we think there's going to be a change on the insured where it's going to go from a million to 1.25 at some point in the next few months. We think that that's going to occur, but, but they have to do more. They have to maybe increase the amortization to 30. As home prices have gone up, I don't understand why they're so caught up in this 25 year amortization thing it just it really doesn't make a lot of sense for house prices to be as high as they are and asking someone to pay off their house in 25 years what's what's the big deal if it's 30 or 35 years for that i mean if somebody's buying a house in their 30s a first time in their 30s, that means they'll have it paid off by 65 to go with a 35-year amortization. So what's wrong with that? I mean, that's retirement age. And that's, if you're, that's what you strive for, is to have your house paid for by retirement. What's wrong with setting that as the amortization? <laughs> Why are you telling a 25-year-old that they can only have a 25-year amortization and your house has to be paid off by the time you're 50? Yeah,
0: we're living yeah. longer too.
1: Sure we are. Well, some of us.
0: <laughs> hey, here's a stat for you. If you make 195 grand in Toronto, it'll take you 26 years to save
1: enough for a down payment. Wow. It, it, it's insanity. I, I mean, it really is. Now there, again, I, I mean, because of the way the limits are set, where you cannot get default insurance if the house is over a million dollars, that pretty well prices out about 80 to 85% of the homes in Toronto the gta area so therefore you know if you're having to buy a single home or even a townhouse in some cases depending on the neighborhood you're having to come up with 20 percent down hence why it's taken so long to save the down payments so you know if they can bump that up to 1.25 Uh, You know, that'll open up a whole bunch more homes and they may have to be open, you know, not far away from that to open it up to 1.5 million, but at least, and maybe make it 10%. Once you get over a million dollars, make it a 10% down payment. So at least realistically still gives people a chance to get into homes.
2: Yeah, 100% agreed. And we're 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 seeing. You asked earlier, Frank, if, if, if we see a little bit of slowdown right now in the market, and and it's funny we are. Certain pockets are definitely seeing slowdowns. Uh, certain pockets are are still getting multiple offers like crazy. But the, the listings are starting to hit the market now. We're over 2,000. We're almost at 2,100 listings on the market. Wow, right now, which is awesome. Uh, you know, uh, of those, you know, 1,620 are residential, and 442 are condos. But when you look at the last seven days. 934 homes hit the market which
1: is a lot of what are sales like the question is what are sales like
2: sales are decent there was 576 sales uh last in the last seven days And we're seeing that new listings are skyrocketing. We're seeing the solds are actually coming down a little bit, but the average sale price is continuing to go up by week. So, you know, the the three areas that I always look at, the listings are starting to pile up there. I mean, Orleans, there's 147 homes on the market, Barley even 137 and Canada 144. That's 428 homes in those three areas, which we haven't seen the fours in quite a while. Usually we're in the twos. So, you know, having 428 homes hit the market this week is or, or not, sorry, this week that are still on the market uh, is a lot, is a lot. So where we are starting to see buyers have a little bit more choice. Uh, we're seeing a few more conditionally sold rather than just firm deals. Um, you know, and it's, as, as someone who, I know, Frank, we talked about this at nauseum. but for someone who has who has just purchased a home firm without a home inspection, it's tough. It's really, really tough. And it's, it's it was it was it was an eye opener. I mean, I know we talk about it. And when I wasn't buying a home, I was like, oh, well, that's just the way market is. But when I decided to buy home, I'm like, wow, this sucks. <laughs> uh, I, wish, I wish I could have a home inspection to find out if my you know my million dollar plus purchase has anything wrong to you know. We can we can inspect a car, but we can't we don't we can't
1: inspect a home.
2: Hey Paul, yeah, we- that's got to come
1: in. That'll come in soon. I, I'm I'm yeah. sure that that policy, whether uh, whether it's federally regulated or whether it's going to be provincially regulated, I think that that policy is going to come into effect sooner rather than later to protect consumers. Uh, you know, I'm not, again, you and I are at different odds when it comes to what BC is doing. And they're still going through their phase right now where they're examining that, you know, that three or seven day period. And I don't know what they're going to land on. I think it's going to be three days where they've got that period where they, where they can pull back their offer. But uh, but I think the home inspection's a must. I mean, if they don't do that, then at the very least, they got to do a home inspection. No, no, ends ifs or buts about it. Yeah. That, to me, it
2: just makes sense. Yeah,
1: you know like for sure
2: good. when you're buying something that expensive. I mean, so some people that's their, you know, their their whole life savings is going into this house, and and to not be able to inspect it. I mean, going through it, Frank, I kind of agree with you now that it, yeah. it should be a sort of a mandatory thing that inspections are mandatory. And I know, I know, for example, after we talked one time, I, I ran into an inspector who actually called me and says, "Thank you so much for bringing that up on the show because we would
1: love to see home inspections mandatory." Now well they- again with the right people, I, I want to see it regulated. I, I mean, I I want to see the home inspectors regulated. I want to see them licensed. You know, there has to be something in place that protects uh the consumer from somebody uh making a mistake because home inspectors are human as well, and they might miss something. So again, they gotta be regulated. And they gotta have errors and emissions insurance so that at least the home buyers protected should uh should an error occur.
0: Steve, you're gonna ask something. There's no courses for home inspections, either. There's yeah, no way. Is there a course yeah. a course to become a home inspector?
2: Yes, yeah. There's a there's a certification to become a home inspector, but it's the not
0: problem, ma- but it's not mandatory. The,
2: the problem is it's not mandatory. Like if I, if I decide to make myself a home inspector today, I could be a home inspector today. You know now you I won't have the insurance but I mean as a home inspector I mean I've been involved in a couple of deals where the home inspector was sued for an honest mistake and if he didn't have insurance he'd be in hot water because of what he yeah. got sued for so it's worth going through the certification it's worth getting the errors and emissions insurance even though it's super expensive I think it's something like in the in the, in the four to five grand mark for 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 errors and emissions. But I want that
1: I, I want that If somebody's inspecting my home, I want them to go through that exercise and to go through the detailed learning of what to look for in a house. I don't want somebody just to do it on Google. That's not That doesn't interest me.
2: I told you guys this before, but early on in my career, I was was inspecting a middle unit townhome, and it was adjoining wall, and the inspector was such a novice, he said to the people, almost blew the deal, he says, yeah, this crack... Yeah, it might leak. You know, I, I'm seeing a little bit of signs of like salt cracking there. And I said, "It's an interior wall. It's not going to leak. How does it leak?" Is it? Oh, yeah. Like having the right home inspectors yeah. will be weight in gold.
1: Yeah, and I've had uh, and I've looked at appraisal reports where purging is potentially a foundation leak. It's not. It's purging. It's, it's yeah. the outside of the it's, foundation. Yeah, it's, it's cosmetic. Yeah. It's cosmetic. It cracks all the time. My house has got a number of them. It doesn't mean my foundation's faulty. Wait a minute. No. You have
0: you have cracks in your parging and you're Italian?
1: Uh, and and my brother-in-law is a bricklayer and somehow <laughs> I can't get him over here to do it. So
0: <laughs> Hey, this is a, this is going to be really a weird next segment, guys. Uh-oh. It's sunny. It's beautiful. And guess who's on the line?
2: Hotter Mike.
0: Hotter Mike when we come wow. back. Wow. <laughs> 521-521-8255 will be right back. We return to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk 580 CFRA. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, what a coincidence, Paul, that you asked that question because Mike is on the line now and he'll take your money.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Show number seven fifty. Paul's got money. <laughs> in that.
0: What better time, right? You know what, Mike? You know what's what funny is time? I have my
2: timer on, and that only took seven seconds to throw me out of the bus. I
3: was ready to call at about eleven oh three.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Paul's got uh, equity congratulations, money. Congratulations, guys,
3: on uh, show seven fifty. That's fantastic.
1: I think I've been on for maybe five of them. So. That's, uh, uh, that's as that's bad as many as Paul's bought breakfast, so don't worry about it. So <laughs> so that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, don't, saw don't that worry. Saw that coming.
0: Mike's the yeah. one that gives
1: me crap all the time. It's like, w- what's with these bills every Saturday? Lunch bills, breakfast bills. It's like, yep, yeah. that's Paul. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've got one suggestion, though.
3: You know, maybe after how many years have it been? 13, 14 years? 15. Coming? 15. So maybe it's time to move away from Hot Tub Mike to A. Mick Mike. How about there you? we go. All right. A. Mick all Mike. Right. You know, Spoke, think, spoken like a true businessman. <laughs> I think we had information on permit. He got a hot tub. That's where all this started. Way back went. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right? It's that hot tub, Mike. That's so funny. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, uh, Paul's got money. Well, Hey, listen, I don't think Paul's uh, going to the stock market. I know that for sure. Um, no. with the volatility that we've been seeing lately. So I thought now might be a good time to talk to, uh, uh, some of your uh, listeners with respect to, uh, where to look for uh, some shelter and some stability in the market. So I thought I'd, uh, I thought I'd call in and, and uh, check in with you fellas.
0: Uh, it's always great to hear from you. So I want to invest my money. Are you the man I call?
3: Absolutely. Um, we've been increasingly busy. Um, and, you know, even with a, a bit of a slowdown in the market, um, like we just haven't seen it on the private lending side. And, you know, right now the quality of business and the deals that we're seeing Are second to none. And, and, you know, a lot of it is because, you know, everything that you guys just talked about, how difficult it is for people to actually, you know, get into home purchases and to create wealth these days. You know, so they're looking for other creative ways. And a lot of times that involves private lending to get started, um, or to make, you know, kind of bridge that gap until they can get to a traditional lender. So, you know really, what some of these government regulations are doing they they're they're putting up these different barriers for people to to borrow funds, but people are finding ways around them and and that's what we're seeing because the quality of business that we write and we underwrite and we um, advance funds on and we mortgage it the, the credit scores are fantastic they're over seven hundred like they're beautiful deals, yeah, but they just don't fit into the traditional box and now you 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 know, couple that with the volatility that we're seeing in the traditional financial markets, Um, you know, from hour to hour, day to day, week to week, it's up, it's down, it's sideways. It is insane what's going on there now. And so what we're seeing is a flood of people saying, you know what, that's enough. Like, I, you know, I want some stability. You know, maybe you keep some, you know, funds, you know, in the stock market. But with other funds, you know, I want some stability. I want some, you know, nice, consistent um, growth year over year. Um, and really a preservation of capital over time. And, and that's what we're really good at at AMIC. So, um, so
0: not, like not, B- not Bitcoin then? <laughs> uh, not yet. You never see, say never, right? You, no, but you, um, see, do you see what happened with that as an investment? My goodness. Absolutely. It's yeah. talk about volatility. That's crazy.
3: Yeah. The good yeah. thing
0: about you guys, you've been so steady for how many years now?
3: Uh, seven and a half, uh, just uh, going to be turning eight years um, in August. Um, and that's full- Years um, with audited financials annually, and um, you know, averaging over those seven and a half plus years, eight years, uh, north of seven and a half on an annualized compounded rate of return. So, you know, and that's that's primarily not one hundred percent, but you know, high nineties. That's mostly local mortgages. So we're talking about the Ottawa real estate market is what we uh, lend on. Um, you know, and it, it's it's you know a firm that's locally owned. So. If you ever have any questions, you pick up the phone, you call us, you drop in and we we still have office hours um that we're in the office, and you come in you talk to us i mean what better time to look at you know something local than now when you know we we're seeing the volatility that we're seeing
0: yeah well, um, like you say, with the volatility they must be knocking down your door to invest
3: it it really is um it's been crazy um we've nearly doubled since last year or so um in in uh in our mortgage portfolio so It's been a whirlwind year. um, But, you know, I never want to chase money out the door. That's not what we ever do. But it's simply the quality of business that we're seeing. We're able to get the money out working for our investors right away. As soon as it comes in, we can have it committed and out the door. Um, You know, and and keep in mind, if you're purchasing shares in advanced MIC, you're purchasing into a pool. So it's not like, well, your money comes in and then. You know, we have to put your money out for you to get a return. No, no, you're purchasing just into the overall portfolio. So as soon as you become an investor, you start generating a rate of return. And right now, we are on target. Just so everybody knows, we are on target for north of seven and a half again this fiscal year. So, um, you know, so that hasn't changed with respect to our target and and where we anticipate being uh, by the end of the year. So,
1: um, yeah, and we work with other mix, right, Mike? So, uh, you know, oh, and we get to yeah. see what other mix do because everybody has to publish what their returns are. And I can tell you one of the largest mix in the city just came out with a note that they were in the six and a half percent range and we've seen the other mix in the five. So, yeah. um, and we hey, do don't cherry not be fooled pick, by that other mix uh, so.
3: either. Don't be fooled by that other mix, Frank, because that's their monthly right. rate of return. So that's not right. their annualized rate of return. So we'll see what that comes out at. Um, and we like these guys. I mean, we we have great partners on with other mix as well. But um, but I always find it interesting. And I'm sure we'll get a call after this. But uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, their rate of return uh, won't even come close to ours. And to be honest with you, and, and I'm not just saying that. I mean, we basically churn our business quite quickly because of the quality, which means we're generating more fees for our investors. Um, and we're able to do that with with our portfolio and given the fact that our sister company is also a mortgage brokerage we also see a larger um, number of good quality deals that where we can um you know push into our portfolio as as we see
2: fit so so mike, um, so, yeah. so mike you're 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 saying over the last year your mic has doubled so I almost yeah. doubled or has doubled, so you must be making some decent money. I think we should start getting you into the housing market. I think you need to call our team today, and we'll get you a nice home <laughs> investment. You know? no, I'm,
3: our, I'm, I'm buying up real estate left, right, and center. I'm just not using uh, Paul Rush for you. Don't use me for your investments. Why should I use? No, no, no. I'm kidding, Paul. I'm kidding, Frank. No, I, I think he, Frank,
0: you and I gotta just sit back and let this go.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> get the popcorn. Out. Out, fellas um but uh but no listen real estate's always a great investment there's no question it's just like you said it's so hard for people to get into it now so using private funds sometimes is a great way to get started not solely but you know you can use it here and there uh for some creative financing opportunities um because we don't i mean we're not lending to people with crappy credit that's not what we do
0: yeah
3: um we create solutions so people can Maybe purchase that second home, or maybe buy that investment property, or or get over know, a hump, do right? that renovation. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey, Mike, So that's, Mike, that's just what we before that's what we focus on.
2: Just before we get to break, I just I when I when my son played your son a couple or a month ago in hockey, <laughs> uh, Golden, Oregon, was it eight was nothing or seven nothing? And keep in mind, Mike's a coach on this team. So what was the score, like? <laughs>
3: You know, listen. that's why I didn't call in that Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
0: the score, the I'm, score I'm was the same as the rate of Saturday return, Sunday. Paul. No, <laughs> the same exactly. as the rate of return, yes,
3: it is. Yes, it is. Very high. Very, high. <laughs> <laughs> very high. That. Your son's on. Yeah, for sure. Right. That was too funny. But, um, but yeah, listen, it's a great time to invest. And so we're taking as many investors as we can find right now. The, the door is uh, not closed uh, for new money at all. All right. How do we um, get more details, Mike? so busy right now. So yeah, you can check us out, get all the details online. Um, keep in mind, we always look at, you know, whether or not something is suitable as well for the investor before we ever move forward. But advancedmick.com is the website, um, or you can give us a call 613-274-0055 is our telephone number. And, um, you know, one of our uh, licensed dealing reps will, uh, will go over the details with you or myself, and we can always set up a meeting and uh, happy to meet with you personally as well and uh, go over all the details so you fully understand what you're investing in and whether or not it's suitable uh, for you as an investor. But um, given the volatility, you know, I think we're going we're gonna to have a couple of busy months ahead here for sure.
0: Well, it must be important for you to call in the sunshine.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. I told you, I'm in a rink. Coffee <laughs> season. Thanks, Mike. All right. Thanks, fellas. Congratulations Thanks, Mike. on uh, 750. Okay. See you. So, thank you. See you thank man,
0: you again, Mike. Take care. Bye. 521-TALK, five two We'll be right back. We return to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk 580 CFRA. Welcome back with Paul Rushforth and Frank Napolitano. Well, boys, we're about three weeks away from finding out if we get a change in government or the same government. I've never seen an election be so concerned about housing in one form or another. What kinds of things would you like to see happen when the new government gets in, whether it's the PCs again or whoever gets in?
1: I want to see supply. I yeah. want to see more houses being built. I want to see the red tape taken off of builders. And I want to see them have a little bit more gumption when it comes to saying we are building these, whether people like it in the neighborhood or not, because we have to, we don't have a choice. We need more housing. So sorry if you don't like what what's being proposed, but we at this point, We need to build these houses. I want to see the home inspections be mandatory. There's no ands, ifs, or buts. I want to see the provincial government push that, whether they have to push it municipally. But I think the home inspections are provincial, aren't they, Paul? Uh, Home
2: inspections, yeah, I think it is provincial, yeah.
1: Yeah, it would probably be provincial. So I'd like to see that. I mean, I'd like to see them push the federal government into obviously increasing the insured uh, portfolio to 1.25, and even 1.5 in GTA and GVA, but 1.25 maybe across the rest of the country. I'd love to see home uh, first time home buyers again. I mean, the provincial government does have some influence on the federal government. So but again, it depends on which party gets in. Right. So if one party gets in, that's the opposite of the federal party. Then, you know, a lot of things go on deaf ears. And that's that's the problem with politics. Unfortunately,
2: it pains me to say it, but I 100% agree with Frank. Uh, The one thing I'd like to see from from any part well, either party that gets in or parties that get in, uh, I'd like to see execution. I'm sick of hearing promises Promises without execution are just promises, right? And it's for for years, we're just seeing promises and let's see some execution. I agree with Frank, like we have, and it's not, not just on Ontario. It's not even just in Canada. There is a supply issue like globally. Globally, there's a supply issue and someone like Canada or Ontario, let's go to Ontario and even let's go down even to Ottawa there's a lot of land to build on. We need to start building. And it's the problem being is the red tape is really bad. Trying to get us. I guess I mentioned a couple shows ago, I have friends who are builders and they're like, you know, it's painful. I mean, we, the the most painful part of our process is the part where we get the land to the, Part where we get our shovel in the ground, the red tape is is crippling, and we need to be able to get those shovels in the ground much quicker. We need high density building. We need homes. We need homes, and it's and that's the problem right now is our
1: supply issue and our red tape.
0: But that red tape even is Toronto, right?
1: Yeah, but even Toronto, guys. I mean, I flew into Toronto this week, and I, I don't know. Maybe it's around Mississauga, and I know that Mississauga yeah. is huge where the airport is. But there's a lot of green space. When I was over, like when you're flying over, it's like Wow, I thought they were all crowded in. And I know downtown is pretty crowded in, but you look at the outskirts right by that four oh one, there's a lot of land there that could be developed, it feels like. Yeah. Well even
2: you know, even here in Ottawa. You look at the west and even oh, great. Even- east and west and i know for the longest time they're trying to build more into the core but you know let's let's get sprawling a little bit let's get some shovels in the ground get some people buying homes and get some homes and get some homes out there our supply issue is terrible and it's crippling us
0: hey don't forget it wasn't so long ago there was no riverside south i mean there was a whole load of land there just
1: sitting and look at and waiting. Now. yeah yeah look at now look at stitzville now the way yeah. it's growing out i mean pretty soon stitzville and carlton place will touch each other i mean You know, there's a lot of land between Stittsville and Carlton Place. And I, you know, I think that's eventually that's going to be developed over the next 10 or 15 years. But so many homes can be put there and the main highways there already, like the roads are already there. You've got the 417, you know, that's that's pretty well expanded all the way, pretty well out to Carp Road. It's been expanded. And then once you get on Highway 7, you'll see that they've changed that to a four lane highway now. And I think that the land is there. Why not develop it? Does the provincial
0: government have any teeth at all over municipal when it comes to red tape?
1: I think they do. I
2: think they do, and they should. Yeah. I think they they should. But I mean, you look at areas even like Barhaven. I remember years ago, I I grew up in the West End and I was right near Barhaven. Barhaven used to be a little paddy field. Now look at it, it's it's huge, but there's still a lot more land to build out there. I mean, we should have communities almost touching each other, you know, and it's along the
1: 416, right? Along the 416, it's all land. It's all land. So let's, let's develop that. Let's get some homes and let's get lots of track homes because that's unfortunately. That's where we're at. That's where first time home buyers are going to start. They're going to start with with that townhouse, with that, you know, uh what's it called, uh, the the stock ones I guess they're called Paul, uh, the stock homes. Yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah, that's where to start. That's where a first time home buyer can start their home ownership process and then build from that.
2: 100% agree. 100% agree. So like I mentioned though is is I'd love to hear all these promises, but it Unless done. you execute on these promises, it's useless. So, you know, I, they always say politicians are, you know, full of hot air. Well, let's see some execution from all these hot air promises.
0: I think to me, the red tape is the big one. If they get rid of a lot of that red tape, you're going to get builders who are going to start popping homes in the ground.
2: For sure. For sure. I mean, we need the big builders, you know, the, the Mintos and the, the and all those builders to, to be able to just pound out homes. And I remember back in the day, I mean we talked about phases with 40 and 50 and 60 homes built in one phase and now we're, they're not doing that and it's it's I think builders need to build quicker uh, with with quality of course but builders need to build quicker and they need to be able to build quicker.
0: But they got to look at yeah. starter homes now like Frank says because who's got the money you know to buy a four bedroom house anymore.
2: Well we used to be used to go into the builder sites and it always, they would always showcase their, you know, their 28 to 3,500 square foot homes would be their showcase. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, I'd like to say that's dead, but it's not because of the pandemic that actually came back, but there's still, we need affordable housing. So we need homes that first time home buyers can build, uh, could buy, you know, we need homes that are, you know, anywhere from 1800 to, you know, 2,500 square feet that, that someone can afford to buy is, is really what we have to have to do. And terrace homes, town homes. Uh, High-density homes is where, one, builders make money, and two, you can get more people in. More more doors
1: under one roof is where you can get people in, really. Hey, Paul, how big is home building for the economy? Huge. Massive. So why doesn't our provincial government slash federal government put programs in place? Because part of the problem that the builders will tell you, they're having a hard time finding laborers, finding people that can do it. Why not put a program? There's schools. There's one right here at... uh, uh, right by the Tanger outlet mall, there's a school here, a carpentry school. And why not have these schools and have these students who want to do it coming out of high school that don't know what they want to do? Maybe that's the career they choose. Why not having to go to school and give them an interest-free loan? Let them let them learn to the trade and then forgive that interest-free loan if they've worked in the industry for three years so that you're getting a commitment from them. Why not put programs like that in place? And I think the same thing should be in place for healthcare workers. Why not entice young Canadians to become healthcare workers, since we have a shortage of them and give them an interest-free loan to go to school so that they don't have to make payments, allow them to get into the industry, work for three years full-time. And if they work in the industry for three years full-time, forgive that loan. All the money we gave away during COVID, this to me would seem like it's not a lot to give up. Well, you're right. You're
0: right about the trades, Frank, because they're retiring at an amazing rate right now and they're not being
1: replaced. Correct. Because young people don't want to do it because it's too expensive for them to go to school. They're not sure they're going to get the return on it. Well, guess what? Entice them.
0: Yeah. Hey, Paul, you said we're at 2,000-plus listings? We are. Have we? W- were we ever over 2,000 last year? I don't remember us being. I don't
2: think we were. I don't think we hit over 2,000 at all last year. We're, yeah. We, it's, it's it's good to see. I mean, actually, We now, may have in
1: the summer, right, because it slowed down in the summer a little bit, where the craziness be. went away in the summer yeah. towards the later summer, early fall. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, I don't have the I don't have the numbers in front of me, but we might have been yeah you're right when it started to slow down a little bit, but it's it's good to see. I mean, with 934 homes hitting the market in a seven week span, that's a lot of listings hitting the market. You know, at one point we're at like 200 in a week that we're hitting the market. Now we're at 900, so it's good. Obviously, it's it's better now that I have sold my house, so I don't have to worry about all the homes hitting the market. Now you
0: got one more to sell.
2: <laughs> I do have one more to sell. I got to sell my girlfriend's home, so we're trying to get that ready right now so we can get it sold because they're you know when I looked this morning. Um, there's a lot more choice right now. I mean, I, I looked at, a, you know, the three big areas I looked at. i always keeping my eye on what's going on in all those areas. You know, before you used to have, you know, four or five single family homes to look at. There were some areas that had, you know, 20, 25 single family homes in the area. So it was it's good to see more homes hitting the market. It, it might put a little bit of a slowdown on price as well as inventory picks up. Uh, we, might, uh, we might have a little bit of slowdown on price. Now, when I say that, like I, a lot of people say, is, is that bubble bursting? Are we crashing? No, absolutely not. But you know, when your average sale price in the first four months of the year goes up ninety two thousand yeah. dollars, that is not sustainable. You know, in the last sixteen months, it's gone up two hundred nine thousand dollars. That's not sustainable. We can't sustain that. And if we do, eventually, we will be in a bubble, and that will burst. So, right. as long as we can get more inventory, slow down the pricing a little bit. Uh, I think we could be sustainable and, and, and not worry about any bubbles. But, you know, if we have another another year of, you know, 20 and 30 percent increase, it's it's we're in trouble. Are we so.
0: back in the line where you can put in a conditional offer again?
2: Well, there was the last seven days, there was 124 conditional offers. So it's, uh, you know, there's sorry, there's 124 conditional offers right now. Yeah. So which is not bad. It's a, It's a pretty decent number. Uh, I there's certain areas that you can do that. I mean, if you know the east is a little bit slower. So sometimes you're getting conditional offers Uh, in the west and the south. It's very hard to do conditions on offers. It's it's just too it's booming too much. Um, so, yeah, there, there are pockets that you you are putting conditional offers in, but there's not too many areas that are actually slowing down a little bit. They're, they're, everyone's still churning along. Some are just churning along much quicker and much faster than the others.
0: Yeah, the oil not slowing down or interest rates. We'll get to those when we come back. 521-TALK, 521-8255. We'll be right back. We return to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk 580 CFRA. Welcome back with Frank DePolitano and Paul Rushforth. Well, here's a question I didn't think I'd ask last year, Frank. Will we see mortgages hit 5% in the future?
1: Wow. I didn't think we'd we'd be talking about that for a long time, to be honest with you. Last year
0: year at this time, we were at what?
1: Uh, Low twos.
0: And today we're 4-4. and Three, yeah, four.
1: I, I, I mean, we still have a couple of lenders in the high threes, but realistically, I mean, you're going to be anywhere between 409 and 459, depending on which lender you go with. Some of the banks are in the mid fours right now, even for high ratio mortgages. So so my, uh,
0: my 5% question is there.
1: It's there. Um, I don't know. I think the bond market has already uh, accepted the fact that prime rate is going to go up a half a percent on June 1st. So um, I don't know that the bond market will will go up that much more. That being said, I mean, the the banks continually, you know, bond markets haven't changed that much over the last year, but over the last last month, but over the last month, we've seen uh, on the same token, some of the banks raised their mortgage rates by a quarter of a percentage point. So uh, is it possible to hit five? Sure it is, but I think that's, um, you know, they have to be really careful because once you hit that 5% mark, all of a sudden, and I don't know that we'll see it, You know dampen ottawa as much as it will other parts of the country even the maritimes i mean the incomes aren't as high in the maritimes as they are in you know ottawa toronto uh but the house prices have certainly gone up skyrocketed there and it's harder for them to qualify based on their incomes truly what i do see you know i don't think the five percent is going to happen and if it does it'll be very short term what I do see is the stress test probably going through a little bit of an adjustment that Osfi puts in because, you know, the whole purpose of that stress test was to cool the housing market. Well, the interest rates have accomplished that. They don't need to maybe uh, have the stress test, you know, so hard. And you know, the the contract rate plus two, you know, if they feel the way Osfi should be looking at this is if they feel that interest rates have topped out then there's no need for a stress test anymore. Just let let the consumers qualify on their contract rate. So that's what we're hoping is gonna happen is that they're paying attention, they wanted to cool off the housing market, the interest rates have done that, that if that was your purpose to put in the stress test, then now that the housing market's cooled off, you don't need the stress test anymore. That's what we're hoping happens.
2: You know what, I've always said to to shift a market or slow down a market or change a market, you need to let it happen organically making it happen artificially by bringing in things like that is, is it, it'll always accru- hurt the market, always hurt the market. And that's, you know, the stress test has done that. Uh, some of the other things they've done, like in Toronto, if you remember when they brought in that extra, you know, uh, foreign buyer tax, they brought in all the different, all the different things It really cooled off a of market. We had even now with the liberal government has brought in to Ontario. Um, what did they bring in the um, uh, the foreign buyers for all of Ontario not just Toronto. And we had, we had a couple uh, situations this week where we helped a bunch of new home buyers buy brand new homes on assignment. And now they're saying that they owe an extra 15% from that. And wow. it's, it, yeah, so it's, it's, I mean, it's up in the air, whether they do or don't, I mean, are they grandfathered or are they not? So it's, it's, it is hurting, definitely hurting, uh, hurting that with that extra tax that came in. And if you remember in Toronto, they were going so hot and then they actually dropped where people were, you know, they bought the home for 1.3 million. By the time they closed on it, it wasn't worth 1.3 million anymore. So home buyers were trying to get out of deals, and uh, lawyers were, were specifically working on helping people get out of deals when that happened. And it, and it hurt Toronto for a little bit. I mean, they rebounded, but it hurt them for a little bit.
1: But that's because they allowed the foreign buyers to buy in the first place. So even though yeah. they put this on for two years, I expect to see that probably lengthened. Because if we have a, a shortage of housing, then we need to make sure that housing is here for canadians not for foreign buyers who are going to buy it leave it empty and this is their way of 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 maybe cleaning their money is what you know some people say they're doing so i like that they've gotten rid like they've made it hard for foreign buyers or impossible for foreign buyers to buy i think that's a good policy that they set in place i think whichever government comes in is going to enforce that and, and keep it and hopefully keep it for longer because until we have enough housing for everybody foreign buyers should not be allowed to buy in our country in my
2: and, opinion. and where in canada is it mo- is, is, is 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 it the worst is in vancouver vancouver i can't remember the number but it's, it's it was a high number of homes that were sitting vac- vacant from yep. foreign buyers yep. you know and, it, and in that crippled what, what what did it do to the average sale price it, it made it go so fast and so high because foreign buyers were sitting on property in Vancouver and, and, uh, you know, there are so many people that couldn't afford own ownership in Vancouver and they still can't because of that. So I, I agree with you, Frank, I, I, I don't mind it.
0: All right. So just before we go, that spread is getting pretty big now variable and fixed. Mm-hmm. Which way are you? Well, looking?
1: it's big, but again, a prime rate goes up a half or three quarters of a point, uh, or three quarters of a percentage point on June 1st. All of a sudden, that spread lessens. That being said, I mean, I've talked to a number of clients this week who are in a prime minus three quarters. So right now, they're sitting in that neighborhood of 2.45%. And I said, even if it goes up a half a point, you're at 2.95%. The alternative is to lock in at 4% today, 4.5%. So I don't think it makes a lot of sense at this point. I think you need to write it out. Um, and you know, I do believe, and I think a lot of economists are saying that this is just a blip we're going through and we're going to see these high rates. They're artificial. They're for the next three to six months, just to calm inflation down. Once inflation tempers itself, then we'll start to see the interest rates start to calm down again and potentially bond markets will start to to uh, to go down, especially if we go through some rough times with the with our economy, which, which is expected as well. Yeah, no kidding.
0: All right, birthdays. Yeah.
1: Uh, my good friend uh, Renzo Bubbles—I call him Bubbles because <laughs> during COVID he uh, he uh, he spent a lot of time in the uh, uh, in his home. He was scared to go out, so Bubble Boy. But uh, celebrating his uh, a birthday that you're very close to Steve, uh, where he actually collects OAS now. So uh, so happy birthday to uh, you! Can Renzo get
0: OAS Reyes. at fifty-five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. I, I you look like you, you've already been collecting it. Soon. But then again, Paul and I haven't seen you in two years either. I mean, hopefully, we can come back to studio soon as well. But happy birthday to Renzo, and uh, and uh, that's it. That's all I got. Well, oh. I didn't
2: prepare birthdays, as you know, so I probably have some, but I don't know, and I'll probably get in trouble by somebody. But
1: it's well, not they Patras, know- It's not your kids, right? Those are the ones that get you in trouble. It's not your parents. That's all that matters.
2: Yeah. No. They, no. They know who friend. they are. My parents are coming up. My parents are coming up soon, though. My dad's celebrating a big one. Uh oh. 80. Big
1: Big 80. Ah, he looks great. He looks great for 80. Yep.
0: All right, gentlemen. Have a great week.
1: Thank you. Please continue to support local businesses and charities, everyone. Get out and enjoy the sunshine.